Today, guys, I want to talk about the power of a weekly planning process. This is something I get asked about on often because when I do presentations or speak or talk on a podcast, I often talk about my weekly planning process that I think I've been using for about seven years now. I've honed in on to a few things that I need to do daily to ensure that my days 85% of the time are really good. Those few things are meditation, exercise, and planning. And I think I did a podcast, uh, High Performance episode, on those three things a while back. So this is an updated one, specifically talking about the weekly planning process. I will tell you this, you will absolutely change your life and be more productive and focused and clear and calm in your life if you have a regular weekly planning process. The process I use, you can actually find it online. I'll give you the link here later in the show, but you can find that. It's a process that uh, I created and morphed a bit from Tony Robbins' weekly planning process that he recommends. And what I do is every Monday morning, I block off a couple hours, first thing to plan my week. I used to do it Sunday evenings. Then I decided I didn't want to do any work on the weekends. So I moved my, my weekly planning to Monday morning. And I thought at first it might take more energy and wouldn't start the week off as powerful, but uh, that was incorrect. And I absolutely like love my Monday mornings. I plan my week. It just like everything flows well. Also, some people like to plan their weeks Friday evening. They plan before they start the weekend and they're ready Monday morning. So they have it all mapped out. So here it is. And I'll go through the process. Now, weekly planning for me relies a lot on knowing what my quarterly goals are what my annually, annual goals are, and what my lifetime goals are. So on a regular basis, I revisit my lifetime goals. If there's ever any changes I need to do, I actually look at 10 years down the road. I have decade goals, and then I have yearly targets. And then every quarter, I set four goals under mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical categories. Then when I create my weekly goals, those are in alignment with those quarterly goals, which I know are in alignment with my yearly goals, which I know are in alignment with my 10-year goals, which I know are in alignment with my lifetime goals. So if you're going to do this process, it does take a little bit of time, but once you do it and it becomes a habit, you become really good at it and it becomes you can do it faster and faster. But it is so worth it to take some time out and write down your lifetime goals. Maybe take 30 minutes, put on some nice music, uh, maybe an hour, go for a walk, get in nature, do something that gets you into a deeper state of mind, and then write your lifetime goals. And then figure out what you want for the next decade. This is incredibly powerful. What you want, exactly what you want in the next decade. The type of business, the type of life, the type of relationships, all of these things. Then each year, you figure out what you want at the beginning of the year, by the end of the year which is in alignment with those 10-year goals. And then every quarter, every three months, you create a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual goal, which is in alignment with those yearly goals. And then when I do my weekly planning every Monday, all I do is look at my quarterly goals, list off six or seven things I want to get done for the week, create that, put that up in my calendar, and it's almost like life becomes effortless. It sounds a little counterintuitive, like you've got to do so much work on one side 
in order to to get your weekly planning process done smoothly. Um, yes, but it's work that's very much worth it. And at the end, you feel very satisfied and fulfilled because you have clarity on when you're where you're going. Rarely in my life do I ever lack clarity. Sometimes if I do long trips and travel and I don't plan, I'll feel lost and I'll just feel disheveled and confused and even more insecure. And then I go back to my weekly planning process and looking at my goals and then I'm on target. It's like boom, 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 boom. I know exactly what I'm doing, where I'm going, when I need to go. So here it is. First thing is establish a ritual, whether you want to do Sunday night, Monday morning, Friday evening, whenever. Find a time and make it consistent to plan your week out. This is going to take 30 to 90 minutes each time. So I usually do about an hour, sometimes a little more. If I'm in a rush, I can crunch it down to like 30 to 45 minutes. Like say I've got a really busy week or busy Monday going on. But it usually takes about an hour to 90 minutes to do. And then the next thing you do is you take some time and you visualize the big picture. What I do is I have written out the big vision of my life and I read that to start off my weekly planning so I know where I'm going every single week. What do I want my life to be like in the next three years, the next 10 years? When I'm on my deathbed looking back on my life, what do I want my life to look like? I go to that place on a regular basis. It's a very healthy place to go to help you get direction. The next thing you do is you celebrate last week. Seldom do we actually celebrate the things we did in the week past. Actually, quite often, a lot of us can't even remember what we did yesterday afternoon. And if we have to think about it, it means we're just rushing too much. We're putting too much on our schedules. And our brains aren't able to remember quickly what we did because we are doing so many things. So it's important, like if you go on a vacation or you revisit an important moment in your life, like a wedding or birth of a child, and you recount all those incredible things you did during those times, it's like there's, there's a boost of serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin that gets released in your body and it makes you feel good and valuable and like your, your life is really worth it. If you guys have depression, do this on a regular basis. Revisit the past week. So you take five to 10 minutes or so, revisit the past week and write down the things that you got to do and you'll feel good bask in them, celebrate them. You know, it feels really good to realize all the things you did in the previous week because most of us are quite busy and accomplished in the things we do and we're moving and shaking. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or just a single mom or, you know, stay at home dad or somebody that has a regular nine to five, like all of the above, you're doing a lot in a week. All of us are. So celebrate last week. It feels really good. Then the next thing you do is write down any major lessons you learned. And this helps to revisit and keep us always growing. Re revisit those things, those major lessons that you learned. See if there's a common thing that comes up. One common lesson that comes up for me on a regular basis is this too shall pass. So that's a great quote. And it actually comes up on a regular basis because um, I'll get stressed out about something and I'll worry and I'll think it's the end of the world. And then I have to rem remind myself, Chris, this too shall pass. Everything's going to be great. We're on target. Everything's going well. It's just a moment. This too shall pass. Take a breath. And you'll have major lessons that come up on a regular basis for you. And if they do, that's okay. Just keep learning from them, learning from them, learning from them. 
The next step is analyze what didn't happen. So quite often we just put too much on our plates and you see, you measure what did, didn't happen. And if you put it on the list for the, the following week and then it doesn't happen again, and then the following week and the following week, it's probably time to cut that thing that you think you really want to do because it's not the priority. You will always address the priorities first, okay? And if you want to change your priorities, you need to schedule them in and address them and make them a priority. So if you want to see your results or what's important to you, look at where you spent your time and money. If you look at where you spent your time and money, you'll always see what you prioritize. If you want to change those, then you need to shift. Analyze what didn't happen. And the next part is clarify and commit to your biggest outcomes. I list about five or six biggest outcomes, maybe six or seven biggest outcomes every week, meaning I want to have this these X amount of conversations to enroll people into this part of our business. I want to spend this many hours working on our next live event for our entrepreneur community. I want to have a date night with my spouse, my partner. I want to make sure I make my kids football game. I want to X, Y, and Z. Look at those huge, those most important priorities and list them out. Quite often when you start, you'll probably have much more than five or six or seven, but as you get better, you'll see the most important commitments. If you do have a list that's more than five or six or seven, Circle the ones that are the top priorities of those and put those on the top of your list to tackle as soon as possible. And the last part, you guys, schedule everything out. Schedule your uh, exercise time, your eating time, uh, schedule time to not schedule anything or to not plan anything. Schedule that free time. Free time is so important. Schedule your lunches, all the meetings you have. I use Google Calendar. It's super easy. Make sure each evening what I do is write my most important tasks for the day. Very important uh, habit to get into. And then, of course, <clears throat> fill in the gaps in housekeeping. Put in some time to clean the house, go to the grocery store, little miscellaneous things that you need to to do, you know, run an errand here or there. And <clears throat> this will be the most powerful hour that you spend each week. And once you get a handle on it, it's actually a lot simpler than it looks. It sounds complicated at first, but, you know, with anything with time, uh, and a little practice, it uh, gets easier. Leave some buffer time so you're not cramming everything and just getting more stressed out because of this chaotic to-do list. You need some off time. You need some time to Netflix and chill or rest or go on a walk. You want to always get everything done. That's okay. 85% of uh, something is better than 0% of nothing. So, you know, regularly I'm hitting 75, 85, 90% or so. That's quite normal for most all high performers. And schedule the most important things earlier in the week. We all have enough time, whether we think we do or don't. We all have enough time. And I'm going to leave you with that, you guys. You can find this at thebusinessmethod.com forward slash weekly dash planning. Thebusinessmethod.com forward slash weekly dash planning. And I highly recommend it. It will change your life. If you like what you're hearing, you guys, and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. See you on the next episode.